So the woman becomes the diagnosed, she becomes the spoony, and she collects one diagnosis after the other. This was me, yeah. She becomes housebound, bedbound, a fibro warrior, an autoimmune warrior, a fighter, a sufferer. And then what happens? <laughs> well, probably she can no longer work. Yeah, because we're not giving a treatment plan, we're not giving a healing plan, and we're told we're chronic. And then what happens? Women can no longer go for their dreams. They become domesticated. They become dependent. Told by an authoritative figure who we trust that tells us we can't heal and that we can't change our life. Welcome to Not So Chronic, a place where we discuss the real truth in healing ourselves from chronic diagnosis. My name is Sarah and I'm a self-healers coach for women who want to step into the healer and leader they are born to be. Think of this podcast as your radical guide in unleashing yourself from all the BS you were told and awaken yourself to your power, your worth and your innate ability to heal yourself. Through our stories from suffering and diagnosis to real healing and transformation, we are the revolution. We are not so chronic. We live in a society where values of striving, pushing and forcing are perpetuated. And we're conditioned that being good enough means all this doing and striving. This is just the industry talking. This is the same industry that won't sponsor real natural healing treatments and studies. It's the same industry that promotes impossible standards for women. And it's the same industry that chronically diagnoses women as incurable. So we have a bunch of all these different chronic diagnosis names and labels. Yeah, so many. And I don't know how I've started to memorize a lot of them. Um, but when I'm speaking about like the ones I happen to be diagnosed with, I really am coming from this viewpoint that it could have been that, it could have been something else. It really, you know, I'm not um, solely trained or experienced or however you want to call it in self-healing this one specific thing. Like let's take fibromyalgia, for example. Because what I mean is the doctor, the doctor who diagnoses us, right? They, they just happened to know about that name instead of a different name, right? Maybe they read up on it recently or they recently saw a medical journal or they were, they were in a conversation about it. They heard another doctor talking about it. And, or maybe as you're explaining some of your symptoms, they just have a, a memory of that one class, you know, that one lecture slide years and years and years ago from med school and they remembered that it was called, or they think it was called fibromyalgia. Maybe it was called Lyme, maybe it was lupus, maybe it was POTS, maybe it was chronic fatigue, maybe it was ME, right? So the role of the doctor, the role of the doctor in this whole like diagnosing thing, number one, they want to validate our pain and suffering, right? They want 
they want to validate it. It's important. It's important that um, eventually after years, probably years of being on waiting lists and trying to figure it out and paying loads of money and trying to find the answer that eventually the role of the doctor is to try to give you that answer. Even if that answer looks like an incurable, um, medically unexplained label that really is not anything more than just the name of the symptom right and number two they want to help you they want to help us right find a sense of community and belonging so what does this do well this gives rise to the fibromyalgia warrior the lupus warrior the ibs warrior um, the person who's living with ME, the Spoonie Collective, the Invisible Illness Committee, the Chronic Illness Advocates, etc., etc. Now, this is all important work, right? It's important to advocate that invisible illnesses are a thing and that, you know, um, yes, there needs to be understanding. Not that necessarily we're all chronic and doomed and incurable right but definitely that we we are healing yes yes why where, where is where in everything i just said where is the we are healing yeah so when i was volunteering in kenya this is a good one this is a good story so yeah i was volunteering in kenya and a, fo- a fellow volunteer was a med student and she brought some of her med books with her, you know, like in case some funky fungal thing came up, she had her books that she could refer to. And at the time, this was um, 2015, so a couple years into all my diagnosis, um, I was very much still attached to the narrative of a fibro warrior, IBS warrior, all these things, like um, the anxiety was rampant. Um, so at all costs, my duty was to defend my diagnosis since my whole life, my, my identity was, was around that. So at, at, at all costs, it was my diagnosis is real. My diagnosis is chronic. My diagnosis like, um, affects my whole life and it's lifelong, right? That was my narrative. So Um, I looked up fibromyalgia in her textbook, in her medical textbook, and it said something along the lines of, the most important thing is that you help the patient feel that their symptoms are validated and real, and this is why you diagnose fibromyalgia. So naturally, I was all pissed off, right? I think I threw the book across the room. And I'm still pissed off, but it's different now. Before, I was pissed off because here we have doctors telling new doctors to simply say, okay, you're sick. Here's the official name for it. Um, and now you can, you can find others like you who also are attached to this name. And then you can kind of just figure it out yourself. Okay. So this doesn't actually help us heal. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, thank you. Thank you for telling me that this fatigue is called chronic fatigue. Great. Um, We're just labeling a label with another label. Great. Now I can find a whole bunch of other people who have been labeled fatigue as chronic fatigue. And then together, we're just going to figure it all out ourselves. Great. Okay. Wonderful. No. And in fact, getting myself stuck in fibromyalgia and chronic illness support groups 
was actually some of the darkest and lowest years in my healing journey. And I would say especially when I began healing, when I began making the conscious shift, when I began realigning my life. Um, the support groups were, they turned into a very unfriendly place because I was healing. And um, according to certain support groups who are attached to chronic and identity of illness and attached to the fact that they, in their, according to them, they cannot heal, I was triggering for them. My healing was triggering for them. I couldn't find support groups where I could share. My symptoms have gone down from 10 out of 10 to 2 out of 10. Or I tried this amazing, you know, I, I chose to, to realign and make some changes. And now I get up at this time instead of that time. And now I do this instead of this. I had nowhere to share these things because what was I told? I was told either one, well, it's all right for you, you're lucky, you're different, which is totally invalidates all the hard work that I was putting in, in totally unleashing myself, right? And stepping into who I really was, letting myself shine. They were refusing to see my shine. And also they would say something like, um, well, maybe you obviously didn't actually have it. You didn't actually have it, you were misdiagnosed. And again, this is just invalidating me. So, so back to the doctors. So now I'm just pissed off because what the doctors are really saying to us, now I'm not pissed off at the doctors, but I'll come back at that. But what the doctors are really saying, are, okay, so you have these symptoms. <laughs> we call this symptom, this label, fibro, lupus, Lyme, arthritis, autoimmune, hyperflexibility, this itis, that itis, this one, this one, this one. And this label is why you have these symptoms. Now this rages me, healers, it rages me. Why? Because this is contradictory. The name or the label for the name or label of the symptom is not a cause, it's not a reason, and it's not a treatment or a healing plan, right? Okay, Sarah, you have this chronic widespread pain all over your body because of fibromyalgia. No, fibromyalgia means, if we take it literally, symptoms including chronic pain, chronic widespread pain. So <laughs> put that into a sentence, guys. You have chronic widespread pain because you have this label that I've just given you called chronic widespread pain. No, right? <laughs> so, okay, so... The reason we get misdiagnosed, right? With one chronic diagnosis and then we're told it's this other chronic diagnosis. It's simply because the doctors prefer using some labels more than others. It really is. They agree with some names and labels more than others and they are personally more involved with some labels more than others. Like I literally had one doctor diagnose me with IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, because her mum had it. And since my tests were negative for any other names and labels, she told me it, and I quote, seems like IBS. And she diagnosed me on my medical notes with IBS. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. And if I hadn't have seen the doctor whose mum had IBS, if I'd have seen another doctor who maybe knew something about Crohn's or knew something about something else, some other condition, some other name, 
I'd have got a different name. And instead of living my life as an IBS warrior, I'd live my life as a Crohn's warrior. Or I'd live myself, you know, do you see what I mean? Don't fall into it. Don't fall into it, my loves. Okay, so again, so this whole narrative of the fibromyalgia causes my lower back pain. Yeah, it's exactly the same as saying a name for a diagnosis that may include lower back pain causes my lower back pain. Okay, no, this is not causal. Someone might ask us, why are you tired all the time? And we might say, oh, because I have chronic fatigue. Again, no. Chronic fatigue, the name for persistent fatigue does not cause persistent fatigue. It's a name, it's a label, it's a diagnosis. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I feel like, like this is not talked about right okay so let's do one more i get really bloated and constipated because of the ibs no my love this is the same as saying i get really bloated and constipated because of the name for bloating and constipation it's called ibs and we're so conditioned to talk this way i get bloated because of ibs what you're really saying is i get bloated because i get bloated I have widespread pain because of fibromyalgia is I have widespread pain because I have widespread pain. So therefore, I decided to create my membership, yeah, the Self Healer Society, because it really isn't about this diagnosis or that diagnosis. And it isn't just like because I happen to get these four labels or those four labels that my self-healing applies only to me. Because like I said, if I had seen a different doctor in a different country or under different circumstances, I'd very, very easily be sitting here today telling you that I've self-healed a bunch of other names and labels, right? Just with identical symptoms because all the symptoms cross over. We know that. Yeah. And the doctors don't know what to do except to tell us to try eating less and popping more pills. Hey, love. If you're enjoying the show and you're ready to connect with self-healers, attend powerful coaching masterclasses and get access to restoring and revitalizing self-healing practices, head over to notsochronic.com. As a huge thank you for being here on the show, you get an exclusive Not So Chronic discount to join us in our membership, exclusive to Women in Healing, the Self Healers Society. You'll get all my best self-healing resources, group support, and powerful coaching all for you in your self-healing. You and your work in the healing arts will be guided, supported, and celebrated. And you will have the chance to come on the show for women in healing ready to share their truth that healing happens. So head to notsochronic.com and join us in the Self Healers Society. Okay, my love, back to the show. But don't get me wrong. Okay, my rage isn't actually directed to doctors. Okay, because like I said, I had that doctor tell me right at the beginning, what do you think about making some changes? And I told him where to shove it, right? But actually that was the healing wisdom. That was the nectar. That was it but I was just too blind to see it. And doctors are amazing, you know, they really are. So my rage is not at the doctor. 
My rage is directed to who funds their medical training. Yes, my rage is directed to who is behind the industry that diagnoses women with chronic illness, women with autoimmune, with labels that don't actually do anything, but they just give us a name, they give us a label to a symptom. Hello, Jared, POTS, you know, literally every diagnosis, it's just the name of the symptom. That's all it is. And because going back to the beginning, we were talking about validation. We were talking about, we just want our hurt to be seen. We want to be validated. And what happens, what ends up happening is, it's just the wrong direction, my loves. It's the wrong direction. So now we have this name and then we let the name identify us. We become an advocate of being incurable when what we really want to do is become an advocate of our own self-healing. Okay, so doctors' medical degrees, right? They're controlled by the industry. And this industry profits from everything that it owns. It owns the dairy industry. It owns the meat industry. It owns this, what I like to call the nine to five industry. And it might not actually be nine to five. You, you're probably, nine to five is actually pretty sweet under some circumstances because we might be working from 10 in the morning till nine at night. We might be working six days a week. I've noticed how six days a week is becoming the new normal. Um, but anyway, it owns that. It owns the brainwashing that's behind all of that, right? Um, it owns the pharma industry. It owns all aspects of conventional living. So of course, naturally, doctors don't learn about self-healing. They don't learn about prana. Like I'm talking about conventional doctors. They don't learn about nutrition, really. They don't learn about self-love. They don't learn about trauma. They don't learn about life purpose. They don't learn about spiritual evolution. Because all of this contradicts the interconnected parts of the agenda. It's in direct contradiction, becoming your own advocate, becoming totally self-empowered, becoming totally independent. No, the agenda needs us to be dependent. Yeah, it needs us to eat dairy and meat and work like a machine six days a week. It needs that to support the agenda. So of course the doctors won't learn that that's exactly what we wanna unleash ourselves from right? And learn that we are enough, that we are loved, that we are important. So no, I'm not angry at doctors. I'm not angry that they had no idea what to do with me and they got me dependent on prescription medication. I'm not angry that when I had acid reflux that made me gag and vomit, I was told to take more pills. I'm not angry that when the acute pain manifested as widespread pain, I was not allowed physiotherapy treatment anymore. Because you see, my loves, the chronically diagnosed don't get free treatments. Think about that for a moment. I'm also not angry that when I was self-harming, boozing and smoking weed during a really depressed year of my life, I was not asked what was really wrong. Yeah, I was diagnosed with anxiety and I was prescribed pills. Okay, I'm not angry that when I manifested panic attacks and I couldn't go out with friends, I couldn't go out on my own, I was told that it was because of the anxiety. 
So same like I was talking to you before, that it was because of the name of the, the symptom, that's why you have the symptom. So I didn't get any help. My meds were upped, okay? I'm not angry at them when what I really needed was original medicine, I needed trauma healing, and I needed to learn that I am loved, I'm special, and I'm important, and I'm allowed to shine. And instead of that, I was given higher doses of painkillers and sedatives. And my loves, I'm not angry. Yeah, I'm raging. And this is why I do this work. This is why it's important to me. Because self-healing is the most natural, accessible treatment available. It's available to all humans and all women who are continuously, chronically diagnosed. I coach self-healers because it isn't in our curriculum. They don't make this self-healing knowledge available to us, right? Why is it not taught in schools? Well, because of the programming of dependence and conditioning and authority and this idea that we're totally limited and we have all these limitations, you know, all of this serves the industry. Whereas self-empowerment, freedom, women's revolution, and soul evolution. This is the direct destruction of the current industry that perpetuates chronic illness. We can't have an industry of chronic illness that says we are weak, that says we are limited, that says we can't, that says we're doomed, that says we're incurable, and at the same time have this um, women's revolution, this totally self-empowerment, we are the healers, we are wild women and we're howling at the moon, right? They, 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 at the moment they are existing simultaneously, but the, the industry, you know, is aware of that and then will probably, you know, take down my Instagram post, take down my podcast, try to shut me up, right? Because it goes against the agenda. But that's why we have to keep going here, this. We have to keep going. We have to keep healing ourselves. This isn't even, this is more than just me healing myself and supporting my clients to heal themselves. This is so much more. This is, this is what I mean by awakening, like seeing the brainwashing, seeing how we've been constrained and limited all this time and just dropping it, dropping it. Okay. So, I'm talking about the education system, the food pyramid. Like what a load of nonsense. Have you seen this food pyramid where it's like the bottom of it is all pasta and bread and McDonald's and all this crap. And then like meat and cheese and everything. All the like cancer causing, disease causing junk, right? Is at the bottom of the pyramid that they're, they're telling us that should be the majority of our meals. And then like the fruit and vegetables and beans and all this stuff is like right at the top. What a joke. And I was taught that as a child ingrained into my mind okay so we have the meat industry the dairy industry what i like to call the nine to five industry i just mean you know working like a slave industry the pharma industry and the ideology of luck right luck is made up it's made up then we have dependency dependent on everything external to us that guess what it can't heal us they make us dependent on stuff that can't heal us 
And because we know the mission to heal ourselves is our mission. So of course, if, if, if we're dependent on something that can't heal us, let's get independent now, right? Because, okay, we see this, we see it. The light has been shone, we see it. Going continuously to the doctor all the time with every 200 symptom, right? And just being told there's nothing that they can do, but maybe they can up the meds or maybe, you know, this, that, the other thing, but it's not gonna heal you. You know, we're awake now, healers, and we have the choice. Are we going to keep choosing this? You know, and I'm not saying don't see your doctor. Absolutely, you can keep seeing your doctor, keep having your checkups, you know, check your bloods, all of that good stuff. But what I'm talking about is when they come back and they say there's nothing, there's nothing to do. At that point, it's your choice. It's your choice. Keep being dependent and keep participating in that dependency when you know the, 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 the goal or the outcome of dependency is to not heal, yeah? or choose healing, your own self-healing, your own self-healing that is your birthright, that we just weren't taught, and that now we're not the victim who can hide behind, well, I didn't know, no one told me, no one taught me, I didn't know. No, we can, we can step out of that now because I'm here telling you now, so if you're listening, you are already on my bandwidth. Yeah, we're already awake together. Otherwise, there's no way you would have found me. There's no way you'd be listening in. You're already there you're already healing. So this work is really important to me because like I said, the information is available. Self-healing yourself is available and I am a born facilitator of this truth, okay? Self-healing is your birthright, your birthright. And chronic illness can absolutely be chronic, yeah? Definitely definitely can be lifelong. We all know people, even if not in real life, they're there in these support groups, right? No offense to the support groups, but they're there. They're chronic. They've had X, Y, Z diagnosis for 30 years, 40 years, their whole life since they were a baby. I mean, I don't know how you can be diagnosed with fibromyalgia or like stuff like that when you're a newborn. But anyway, that's their narrative, right? I'm not judging, I'm not judging. My heart goes out to them really. Okay, and, um, and chronic illness can be the vehicle into your totally aligned and evolved life. It really can. Here I am, proof, yeah. So coaching women who are mistakenly told they are incurable and chronic is really is part of my soul's purpose to shine light on everything we've been conditioned to believe is normal. And yeah, so getting and collecting almost multiple chronic diagnoses has become normalized. It's become normalized to have this label for that label, this label for that name, this diagnosis for that collection of symptoms, this other diagnosis for that other collection of symptoms. It's become normal. I mean, those really outside of our sort of healing chronic diagnosis community, it might not be so normalized for them yet because they don't know about this world so much. But within our chronic diagnosis community, it's become normal. 
it's become normal to when someone says, what are you diagnosed with? There's almost a sense of pride. Now, don't be annoyed at me, guys, but I was there. I'm speaking from personal experience. I was there. There's almost a sense of pride. Well, I was diagnosed with this one, and I was diagnosed with that, and I have this because of this, and this because of this. And let me tell you why. This is because we have the illusion that we understand what's going on and that we understand our body because, oh, because of the fibromyalgia, because of the Lyme, because of the chronic fatigue, because of the GERD, because of the IBS, because of the POTS. Yeah, I get really dizzy when I get out because of the POTS. It creates this illusion in our, you know, in our mind that we have control and that's all our body and our soul is trying to help us redirect to. It's trying to help us actually wake up to our own truth that we are in control and that we can understand all of this. And that's why we do that. So what happens, right? So the woman becomes the diagnosed. She becomes the spoony, and she collects one diagnosis after the other. This was me, yep. Yeah. She becomes housebound, bedbound, a fibro warrior, an autoimmune warrior, a fighter, a sufferer. And then what happens? <laughs> well, probably she can no longer work. Yeah, because we're not giving a treatment plan. We're not giving a healing plan and we're told we're chronic. What's the point in working in a job we hate anyway, if we're chronic anyway? There's two types of, um, there's two, t- two ways it can go. Some, some people just keep on going, keep on striving because they have that mindset stuff related to that. And then they burn out and they flare and whatever. Um, but the other way is to just be like, well, screw that. I'm not going to work anymore then. Or I physically can't work. Or I actually had the job of my dreams, but I'm going to have to give it up because of this diagnosis that is supposedly incurable and chronic. And then what happens? Women can no longer go for their dreams. They become domesticated. They become dependent. Told by an authoritative figure who we trust that tells us we can't heal and that we can't change our life. You know, even in the way they say, have you thought about making a few changes? They still... it's still coming across or we're perceiving it because when we're told this we're not really on the bandwidth yet as a self-healer we're still like on the bandwidth of I'm limited and I'm dependent so when they suggest to us that we can start making some changes it doesn't dawn on us that we can change our life because the doctor doesn't say have you thought about changing your life you know they don't say that that's what a life coach is for right that's what I'm for but um mainstream conventional industry sponsored you know healthcare won't make that suggestion because um and because like i said we were not on the bandwidth of a self-healer back then we'd be triggered we'd be like who are you to tell me to change my whole life even though that is the sacred wisdom my darlings and then what happens the chronically diagnosed woman is brainwashed because she's forgotten who she is. She's forgotten who and what she is. And so it is my duty to share my truth and in doing so, dismantling this patriarchal imprisonment, which is the chronic diagnosis industry.
Why? To awaken and empower the wild woman within us all. She is there. Yeah. And my duty is to remind women everywhere that they hold everything. You hold everything. And that you, yourself, you are the cure. Yeah. It's my duty to awaken women everywhere that they are not so chronic. Okay, my loves, I hope you enjoyed this show. And if you did, remember to check out your not so chronic discount and join the self healers society over at notsochronic.com for powerful coaching masterclasses, self healing practices, and real friendships with real women who heal themselves. We are the revolution. I'm Sarah. See you next time. And remember, healing happens.